Hey everyone, I'm Vivek and my pleasure to bring to you another episode of our journey to net zero. Our tomorrow is determined by the decisions that we take today and our cities are no different. Here on our journey to net zero, we bring to you conversations with the change makers who are shaping India's tomorrow. Allow me to welcome our guest for the day, Mr. Kavi Jain, Principal Architect and Managing Director, Nirman Consultants Private Limited. As someone passionate about architecture, Mr. Kavi has always tried to infuse life and meaning into each of his projects, which also reflects in his organization's promise, bringing designs to life. It is this passion of his which helped the Gale Jubilee Tower, Noida, to be one of the shortlists of the Acrex Hall of Fame 2018. Mr. Kavi, welcome to our channel and it is my pleasure to have you with us. Thank you, Vivek. It's a pleasure talking to you again. Let's get started, sir. India's urbanization journey has long started. As an architect, what changes have you observed in the way building projects are approached and developed? Urbanization per se has actually been growing exponentially now. And it's engulfing more and more uh, villages, which are now turning into urban villages. We are now becoming global citizens. So a big change that I have noticed in the past decade or so is that exposure and the change in the aspiration levels. Number two, all said and done, people have those aspirations, but when they actually get down to doing things, they still talk about ROIs. What I also see are the ones the actual development is going to happen. It's quite fascinating to uh, hear how people take inspirations from the houses and the buildings outside and would like to replicate that in India. But do they also carry forward the same sensitivity towards the sustainability, green buildings, which is quite often the most talked about topic outside? There is a very, very small percentage which actually uh, has the same passion. And that is where we professionals have to step in. We have to educate the clients. We have to tell them the benefits and convince them in making sure that the greener aspects of our buildings, our infrastructure, any man-made structure is uh, being maintained. Some of the larger uh, investors who are going into uh, an ROI which can be justified over 10 years, there is absolutely no problems. The problem happens when a short-sighted uh, businessman wants to do something and says, I, I do understand that those are quite the conversations that you would be having with your clientele, you know, day in, day out. But what I would like to pick on, uh, Mr. Kavi, is, is it sustainability, energy efficiency? Are these still conversations initiated by project managers, architects and consultants like you towards the customer? Has it now turned into an ask from the customer's end? So 90% of the times, we are the ones who have to start and initiate this and try to convince the clients that in case you do go in for a greener thing, you are going to have qualitatively much better buildings, qualitatively much more socially responsible structures. And also for your next generations, you're going to leave a better uh, earth. But that part, if I can just quantify it, I would just say that an ROI of more than seven years is very, very difficult for us to justify to clients. And if it goes to 10 years, the takers may be one out of 100. Now, 
Being an architect and a project head as well, how have you ensured a right mix between the active and the passive considerations? So the point is, passive to me is a prerequisite of any design. What I realize is that to do some passive architecture, if we have to sacrifice a bit of FSI, there'll be no takers. So we are saying that satellite towns are going to be coming up. So those are the areas where the component of passive will become much higher than the active. Also, I would say that uh, what initially was being considered a luxury is now a necessity. Air conditioning being one of them. When I'm talking of energy, it starts with uh, air conditioning, which does take a bulk of the load of uh, energy. Similarly, integration with IBMS is now a necessity. So I can only say that at the end of the day, if we can do an equal proportion of active and passive, that's what a rightful kind of a building would be for me. And if you were to take a similar top, say maybe a few decades back, okay, how would you compare the energy footprint between two similar buildings of this state and size? And what would you credit that difference to? You mentioned Gale Jupiter, so I can give you the exact number. For the same level of uh, building, uh, a 2.7 lakh square foot building, a conventional structure would have needed about 2.2 megawatts of power. But by passive means and so many other things that we've done in that building, uh, we are running the building in 700 kilowatts. So that's the kind of a exact tangible number that you can see that it's happening. We trained as architects and uh, our social responsibility makes sure that we use our training to the best. And that is why I would say that the topmost thing that defines your question is passion and client's acceptability. Is the role of an architect or even a project head get over once the building is commissioned and handed over to the end user or is there more to it? If you go through our gamut of services, what we provide to the clients, it's an end-to-end -end solution and our services when the building gets completed and handed over and occupied. However, what we are trying to do is going beyond that. Even in the Gale Jubilee Tower, today also we are involved with them. We started operation in 2014 and it's been seven years. My building is today more energy efficient than what it was in 2014. And that has happened because we have intelligently analyzed the data that we have in terms of usage, in terms of leakages, in terms of betterment of technology. So as an architect, our services should not stop at the completion level, but we must define how operations have to be done, how maintenance have to be done, and how the long-term replacements of technologies have to be done. On a similar note, uh, Mr. Kavi, uh, have these star ratings, you spoke about platinum, you spoke about gold. So have these golds and platinums really made an impact on buildings taking that extra step towards reducing the energy demand? Absolutely, because in any field, benchmarking is what, uh, has, is what has worked as a very successful tool. If you benchmark a building, tangibility actually adds to credibility. But the minute you have an accreditation from an external third party agency, obviously your credibility goes higher. So that's why these particular ratings have definitely uh, been useful. And that's why you see that the footprint of green buildings in India who are certified 
has gone very high. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Kirby. Now, if you were to look at 2030 as a benchmark year, what, according to you, would be the key challenges which the cities at that point in time, the buildings that would be coming up at that point in time would be addressing? I would say that uh, the biggest challenge would be integration of the infrastructure. We already have uh, the concept of smart cities that's being floated. We already have some command centers. And uh, I was thoroughly impressed in which the integration of all services is being taken care of. For example, water, sewage, sanitation, power, roads, air quality. Now, what I say is that information about this in any mega city is going to be the key. That's number one. Number two, the spread of connectivity will have to become much better. These are cities which have got a very high density within the nucleus, I would say. And that's why the satellite towns like Navi Mumbai and Noida, Greater Noida have come in. Greater Noida at one point of time used to be going to another city. Secondly, the energy demands are going to become uh, very different because as I see that the concentration of energy demands will be there, distribution will be a problem. However, as we are shifting from conventional to renewable sources, each of these satellite cities will have to start developing second level of its uh, self-sustained kind of an energy system. So I think currently we are on the right path of uh, creating the infrastructure even before the cities become mega cities. India aims to become the net zero by 2050. How according to you can India achieve its goals? My first take remains the same that uh, a better infrastructure and the Overall development in technologies has to come in. When we are talking of growth of a city, we are moving outwards basically because of a cheaper land. So what starts happening is that we are going to have these mega cities which have land beyond them where most of the renewable energy sources would be tapped. Thermal is anyway on the way out. And at the community level, we are going to have small micro level energy sources that are going to happen so that the distribution losses, etc. will become much lesser. The whole thought process that we are talking of today in terms of energies is going to be very different. Today, if you see the grid, the kind of uh, distribution losses we have is very high. So when I talked about those micro uh, level power plants, which are going to be those renewable power plants, we are going to have a very different kind of process. So when those kinds of things happen, I'm sure that net zero is going to be definitely achievable. Mr. Kavi, you have been one of the instrumental people uh, behind the Gale Jubilee Tower, one of the nominees to the Hall of Fame 2018. Could you share your experience being a part of the Hall of Fame journey? Recognition always helps. I mean, yes, if you've been passionate about something and it gets recognized and awarded, definitely it helps. It also sends benchmarks for the future buildings. It also creates identities for the structures that you already have. And most importantly, what I would say is that it develops aspirations for your other clients. 
when you recognize a building in the hall of fame i've seen your uh, scrutiny process it's fantastic and uh, uh, you also have real time uh, people going into the buildings and uh, validating and cross checking so when those kinds of things happen it adds credibility to your efforts that have already been done and also becomes an aspiration for other buildings to achieve this so i would say that yes acrex is is doing a wonderful job thank you so much before we close mr kavi what would be your suggestions to the larger building fraternity to help them achieve their sustainability goals i would say work with passion do justice to what you are doing as an architect as a professional you have a much bigger role than uh, just being an uh, a technical consultant or an advisor the second and the most important thing is to educate the client and by educating the client if you can achieve your aspirations and your passion in your architecture that will definitely help i'm so sorry to say that uh, real estate made sure that uh, architecture was reduced to mathematics we are only talking of acha itna fsi mil sakta hai itna hame paisa lagega itna hame return milega architecture had been lost somewhere so that is where we as architects have to ensure that uh, we should be able to stand up to the clients when it comes to doing things the right way i think if we can all as professionals take stands at the right places the overall architecture of the nation is going to be very different thank you so much mr kavi for such an engaging talk it's been a pleasure to have you with us thank you so much thank you vivek i'm sure that uh, acrex will keep growing by leaps and bounds and more and more buildings would come through all the best for your future ventures thank you very much thank you so much sir thank you so much with this we'll call it a wrap for this time i hope you do know that we are hosting our next edition of the acrex hall of fame on 18th feb 2022 do send in your nominations and we hope you do make it to a hall of fame on this note taking your leave until next time <laughs>